podcast. Yeah. Half of today's podcast, Monday, November 13, 2023. We just recapped UFC 295. Now we're going to be previewing UFC Vegas 82, Allen versus Craig. 13 fights. Woke up today with 14, Marcel. Lost one. Cesar mm-hmm. Almeida against Christian Leroy Duncan. Off the card. Almeida got an injury and yes, that surgery. Sucks. I actually liked him there as a plus 110 dog. So sucks that fight's off, but still got 13 fights. Hopefully they can find an opponent for, for Duncan because obviously he was training um, to fight on, on Saturday. I, I'd imagine they could fight like a, a welterweight to move up on short notice. That, that would be my guess. Marcel, what's going on, man? Ready to talk about this card? Yeah, man, all good. By the way, I have to rectify myself first. I said in the last podcast I was uh, talking about Lu- against Luis Filio like a couple of years ago. That was Ramison Bruno. Luis Filio was actually fighting and he was coaching. Ramison Bruno was the coach. And he's a, for- he's a former Mr. Cage champion. I think he also fought in Fight Nights Global and Cage Warriors. But I had to rectify myself there. So, um, yeah, looking forward to, to break down the car. Always look forward to break down cards with you, man. So, uh, yeah, it's always good, good time. And uh, I'm happy we have the regulars here as, as well as always. So, uh, yeah, good thing. Me too. Okay, let's get some comments here, guys, before we get into the breakdown. So, we got a couple comments here, like you said, from the regulars. Um, right now. True, what's up, man? Glad to have you here, True. Crazy Jits in the main event. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good fight. On the, it's going to end up on the ground, I think. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 not as good as last week's, but it's still solid for fight night. Yeah, I might watch it end up like Gucci and Godinez, right? That's, like it always ends up being like that. But no, I think this one will go to the ground because because Craig pulls guard. That's the, that's the difference. You yeah. Know? The, the only weird thing is like that probably one of the best fights is on the prelims, which yeah. I would would be sure that was another yeah. main card. It's Brito against Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. After you, what's up? Octopus, what's up? Nox, what's up? All right. Let's say we get into it ourselves. So again, yeah. using UFC stats as the baseline here. For the bout order, guys, and let's start with the first fight of the night. We have Charles Johnson, Energy taking on Rafael or Rafael Esteban, and on to this one. Very close, minus one twenty-five Esteban, plus one hundred five Johnson. What's your pick, man? You go first in this one, actually. Taking Esteban, Esteban. I, I can't okay. pick Johnson. I, I honestly, man, I I don't think the guy's been that impressive outside really of the Jimmy Flick fight. I don't think he's that that impressive in the UFC. He's like a decent gatekeeper type fighter, but I don't think he's like good enough to like really compete in the top fifteen. Whereas I think Esteban has that potential. Like that went over uh, Yawel Eliash on contender was very impressive. He's eleven and zero. Um, he's got a lot of finishes. He has a dangerous ground game. Really, that's where I think he'll win the fight here. Um, this guy coming from uh, LFA Chuto Brazil, uh, Nobu Niao product again. All this win or seven of his eleven wins, excuse me, by my finish. Um, all, all all those fights have ended with him getting his hand raised. I can't pick against a guy like that against a guy who I think is like just kind of borderline UFC. I, I don't think Johnson's a bad fighter, but I, I don't think he's great. And I, I think the biggest thing is the takedown defense is, is poor, right? Like it's what, what's the percentage? Fifty-four uh, percent. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Esteban will get him down to the ground, and I think he might finish him. But if not, I think he'll just grind him out and win the decision. It could look like maybe like. I don't know if he'll be as dominant as like Jordan was, but uh, you know, I think he'll take him down to the ground, get him down. Even Ode Osborne, I believe. Uh, double check the stats there, but Osborne, yeah, Osborne had three takedowns. This guy gets taken down. He got eleven takedowns against Durden, twelve against Bakayev, three against Ode. Even Jimmy Flick and Jogus, who we both beat, and the Jogus fight was disputed, but regardless, those two fight- fighters took him down too. So he's been taking down all of his fights. I'm taking Esteban. Uh, I'll take him. To win the fight, you know what, man? I'm kind of leading a finish, honestly, a, a little bit. I, a little bit. Um, is it, like, again, I, I think a little Johnson's 
proven his toughness and everything, I, I think this guy could do it. Like he's he's got the, the ability to I think submit him maybe. So but yeah, I mean actually looking at it now, Johnson never been fitness, right? So that that part of my you know what I'm not gonna touch a prop, but yeah, Esteban minus one twenty five, I, I I like it. What do you think, man? Yeah, it's a difficult fight to pick. I think you know I'm always kind of like on on uh, how do you say that uh, hesitant with uh, debuting fighters, you know. Yep. Um, although he looked good against Jaw Elias in the Contender Series, he was supposed to fight come back. I think I think he was supposed to make his debut against Zalgas, right? But uh, the fight uh, didn't happen. Um, now he's fighting Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson got the win over Zalgas, and in my opinion, didn't win that fight. But okay, he got the win. Um, yeah, I mean. Charles Johnson, I think he's a decent fighter, but he, uh, he, for some reason, he loses fights. I think he he can win, you know what I mean? But he he loses those. Um, I think it will be close fight. Definitely not going with the with the stoppage. I think it will definitely go fifty minutes. And um, I think uh, as, I, I'm picking Estevam to win, but I'm, I'm far from sure, dude. I think it will be. I think it's a super close fight, to be honest. Like a lot of these flyweight fights in the in the bottom of the between the top 15, top 25. Yeah, I, I like him to win. All right, this kind of card is usually very expected. <clears throat> hey, what's up, Zach? One of the acceptable hangover cards after a JP review. Yeah, I agree. Marco Estevam has a strong top game, good prospect. That's, uh, I agree, and that's why I'm picking him to win. I think John's a lot better strong. It seems like Uriah Hall syndrome. Yeah, I mean, that that's fair. Uriah Hall is a guy that, you know, had so much potential but just couldn't you know, sometimes put it together for whatever reason, you know. There's remember that Chael. Yeah, remember that Chael said, like, you're a contender after he knocked out. I think after he knocked out Baba McDaniel and and, and, and tough, uh, before he knocked out Adam Sala, and he's like, you're a contender. And I don't mean here on the Ultimate Fighter. I mean actually in the UFC middleweight division. No. And he looked really good, man, in the beginning. But, man, I mean, yeah, Uriah Hall just never came to fruition, you know, yeah. I think. Yeah. No, I agree. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. Lightweight bout, Trey Ogden taking on Nicholas Mata. And the odds for this one, minus 135 for Mata, plus 115 for the Samurai Ghost. Who's your pick? I think it's a difficult fight again here, you know. Um, if you look at Trey Ogden, um, I, I – I think I think Trey Ogden is decent, you know. I think uh, I underestimated him a little bit, you know. He got a good win over Daniel Zellhuber at the moment when Daniel Zellhuber was undefeated and where everybody was, like, hyping up like crazy. I still think Daniel Zellhuber is good. He was a pretty yep. big underdog. He got the win there, you know. Yep. Yep. Uh, lost to Jordan, Jordan Levitt, split decision, close fight, you know. Could have gone both ways. I thought Jordan was the rightful winner, but... Okay, and recently lost to Ignacio Bahamondes in a fight that most people expect him to lose. If you look at Nicholas Mada, he started uh, he started bad in the UFC, then won against Van Camp, and then lost to Manuel Torres. So it's like um, I feel like you either go by, uh, by 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 stoppage for Mada or you go by decision for Ogden, in my opinion. Um, it's I think Ogden is hittable, but at the same time, I feel like Mada. Got finished in two of his last three fights. He's also hittable, but I don't see Ogden knocking him out, to be really honest. Um, uh, oh, it's, this is a hard one. I, I, th I think I'm going with Ogden by decision. Roof, roof. I mean, I'll take a, a plus 115 consensus dog here with you. I'm taking I'm taking Ogden too, dude. All right. I just think he's going to be more solid in this fight and win a decision. That's what I think. I think it's going to go 15. He's proving his good cardio. He's not, I don't think he's that exciting to watch, but he's like defensively pretty sound. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes in this fight. 
And you know, his basics are great. Yeah, his basics are great. And he's, I think he's coaching a lot of those guys now that Kroos used to have. Right? He does. His, yeah. So I think his, his IQ will be as high as it ever, it's ever been. Mata has the power advantage here, right? He's got power, but I think defensively he leaves himself really open in, in his fights. And fortunately, I think Mata probably gets a, end up getting released after this fight. Um, I think it's probably losing to leave town, I would imagine. Um, but I think Ogden wins, Marcel. I, I think he wins the decision. So that's kind of the way I'd go here, guys. I think. You know, the fact that we both like him is, is, is interesting to me. Um, I, I think he's a, a good dog this week. I think he's a dog that has a good, a clear advantage as far as cardio goes and just the basics, like you said, being defensively sound. And having a better, I think, better chin too, right? Like I'd imagine he has the better chin. Um, we've seen Mata get finished a couple times in the UFC. Ogden has never been finished by, by, by Naco. He's been submitted a couple times, but he's not fighting a submission guy. And actually, Marcel, if it goes to the ground, um, Ogden has a ton of uh, – um, submission wins. Mod has never won by submission, so he. I think he would have the ground game advantage too. So I think he has the advantage everywhere, and he's the underdog. So really, the only edge for Mod is the fact he's got power and he's a little bit younger. That's it. I think I think Ogden's a good dog this weekend. I'm taking him. All right, let's go to the next one here, guys. We have Lucia Pudalova taking on Aileen Perez. Uh, the girl shakes her ass all the time. Uh, <laughs> Marcel. Um, yeah. Odds for this one, we have. Aileen Perez, uh, she's minus 180 favorite for Fiona, plus 150 for Pugilova. I'm taking Perez in this fight, man. I, I have to. After that last fight with, uh, with uh, what's her name? Um, Ashley Evans-Smith, 10 takedowns. She set the record in her division. Beast wrestler, great cardio. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think Pugilova, her takedown defense is 63%. It's not very good. She'll be taken down whenever Perez wants, I think, in this fight. And just, I think she'll like take her down. Grind her out, wear her down. I I don't really love, love this matchup. I think it's going to be boring. I could be. I hope I'm wrong, but I think it'll be a boring fight. Um, but I'm taking prize by decision. I think it'll be like one of those fights. You just you know take down City and and if you bet on her, you'll like betting on her. I think because I think she's just going to grind out and fight smart. You know, so we'll see. But uh, and hopefully she's been training and not just focusing on, on her OnlyFans and all that shit. Because you go to her Instagram. I just wanted to take a look. You know, because I got to see the, the assets right, but. No, she's. I think she's got like this new boyfriend or something, and, and like this guy. Like, all her pictures of her and this dude. That's like you know her ass is there, and then it's like a picture of her ass, and then a picture of her and her son. So it's like kind of wholesome, but not really. <laughs> you know, Marcel. Um, yeah, Aileen Perez by decision. I, I think she wins this fight. What do you think, man? She pretty much does porn on the OnlyFans. So, I yep. mean, yep. um, yep. and I know it. I haven't, I haven't, I don't have OnlyFans. I haven't seen it. Or I, I, I'm not. How do you say that? Uh, subscribed or whatever. But I know she does. Um, I don't know to be really honest, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sold on, on Alain Perez at all to be really honest, and also not sold on Lucy Pudilova. It's like, <sighs> who cares? Um, um, yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> really have difficulties picking this fight, man. Um, let's go crazy. I'll go Pudilova decision. I don't I'm know why. It, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm taking Pudilova. Yeah. Okay, I, I, no, I the only fans fade. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but no, I don't. I don't trust Aileen Perez. But at the same time, I also don't trust Pudilova. So it's like a super hard fight to pick, in my opinion. And some fight I don't really care about because I don't think it's really high high level, but. Yeah, I am picking Peter Pudilova, but hey, I wouldn't be surprised if Perez wins. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Lucas Alexander taking on Jacob Seregi, and the odds for this one minus uh, 
395 on Lucas Alexander. So he's a huge favorite. Saregi plus 310. I mean, really, Marcel, comes down to, you know, uh, Saregi, I, I know you like him as a prospect. I know you're going to talk about him in a second here. But really, like, the problem is he got knocked out by the Angel Jubilee guy who just got completely fraud-tracked in his last fight. That's the problem, we'll right? Who told you I liked him? I thought you did like him. I, th I thought you did. I don't know. I thought you wow, did. He's, he's from Indonesia, but, I mean, it's not yeah. like that's why I'm – no. No, yeah. fair enough. I, I must have just um, misunderstood, I guess, because I remember you had talked about him before, but no worries. I, I like Alexander here, though, clearly. I mean, the wine should win this fight. The guy looked uh, – he lost to Jordan Sobrito short notice when he debuted, but the fight with Stephen Pearson looked amazing in that fight. I think you were tired of Stephen Pearson. Beat him from bell to bell. Stephen Pearson is a, is a decent veteran. You know, he's a tough dude, and this guy fucked him up in that fight, really, for the most part. So I think he's super legit. The wine keys moving in his favor. I think it's I think it, it's warranted. I think he wins this fight. I think he finishes this guy. And uh, I, I like him a lot in this fight, Marcel. I, I like Lucas Alexander. You like him too? Yeah, man. I think he did really well against Peter Stevenson. Uh, uh, Stephen Peter, Peter Stevens. Stephen Peter Peterson. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, he did really no, well in this last fight. Peter Stevenson. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Stephen. Yeah, I think he did really well against Stephen Peterson. Um, and he, he really looked good in that fight. And I think Jake Saragi isn't on the level of Lucas Alexander, to be really honest. Oh. I think Alexander, I think he wins early, first round, actually. Yeah, he should win. And, yeah, look, cause I, the other guy had that nice run on, on um, what's it called, uh, Road to the UFC, right? But, again, like, yeah. it's that loss, the, the, the Ansel Jubilee guy, because everyone's going to fade Ansel Jubilee in his next fight because it looks like he has no chain, right? And then uh, with Lucas Alexander or so, like, like, the guy looks – when he wins, he looks legit. So, yeah, I think he wins this fight. All right. And he's a big favorite in this card. Hmm. Let's go to the next fight here. We got Rick Parkin taking on Kyle Bigfoot Machado, the Canadian Brazilian making his UFC debut here on uh, on his debut against uh, Mick Parkin on this card in in Vegas. And you know, man, like looking at the odds here, Mick Parkin's a, a big favorite too, minus three forty five plus two seventy five on Kyle Machado. I wouldn't lay that number on, on Mick because it's it is a heavyweight fight, right? And it's not like Kyle is a bad fighter. He's eight one and one. He's proven he can win. He actually, okay, listen, that fight was fucking horrible with that Kevin Stolfarski guy, but I blame the opponent more than him, to be honest with you. That dude was, like, running away. It was 121 to 17 strikes, but you, I wouldn't have signed him because it wasn't impressive. But, you know, the guy, he, he, you know, he does have a decent amount of experience. He was the Battlefield Fight League champion in BC over in our boy James Lynch's neck of the woods. And, um, you know, he, he's not he's not terrible, and he's plus 275 as a heavyweight against the guy who was, you know, 7-0, and Mick Parkin. He looked okay in his debut against Jamal Pogues. I mean, he won the fight clearly. I don't think it was the best fight, but he won. Um, he should win. You know, he's uh, Aspinall's boy. You'd imagine that that gave him a little bit of a bump. But again, you know, you're laying almost minus 350 on a heavyweight fight with a guy that's one fight in the UFC. I wouldn't do it. So there, to me, there's other favorites. Like, I feel better about Alexander at the same price, personally. Um, Mick Parkin should win. I'm picking him to win. I think he probably finishes Kyle Machado, but I wouldn't lay the number, personally. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I'm picking Mick as well, but I'm not as high on Mick as a lot of people are, to be honest, man. Yeah. Uh, he had that win over Jamal Pokes. Yeah. It was a horrible fight, man, to be honest. You know, it was in London earlier this year. Uh, it was a horrible fight. Um, listen, yeah. man, Mick Barkin, um, I have to see more of him to to think if, think if he's really legit. I think that he probably wins the Kyle fight. I'm picking him by decision, but uh, I feel like this is like a typical under top 15 heavyweight fight that uh, goes drags on for 15 yeah. minutes and Mick wins. Um, 
And how do you think you think wins by decision? Yeah, decision. Yeah, I hope it gets a stoppage for any, but for for either Machado or for for Parkin. I don't care, but I think it will be decision. Fair enough. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Chad Ellinger, the monster, taking on Jose Johnson. Um, he's got a cool nickname. What is it? El no, Lobo Solitario, which is a cool nickname. Anyways, Johnson's a, actually a pretty big favorite too. Minus two of five, plus one seventy on the monster. I'll start on this one. You know, this one, I, I kind of feel like it could go either way, to be honest with you. I think um, Chad's not a bad fighter by any means. Like, he, you know, he beat Muin Gafrov. He beat Jesse Strader, too. You know, was I think he was losing that fight and then knocked him out in the third round. So he's got power. He's a guy who's been around for a long time. He's a little bit older, you know, though. He's, he's turning 37 next week um, or two weeks from now or whatever. And I, I don't, like, love that in this division. Um, whereas Johnson, you know, much younger fighter. Obviously, he's only 28. And the other thing is like the the size difference. You have six foot zero versus, versus five foot six, and then you have seventy one inch reach compared to a sixty four. So the biometrics are all pointing to uh, Jose Johnson to win this fight. I I don't think he's that good though. To be honest with you guys, like I think he's very borderline UFC personally. Um, Fifteen eight record is not very good. You know, um, he's decent. He, I think he could win this fight again because of the size and everything. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take Johnson to win like a decision here, Marcel, but. I don't have interest in betting in this fight. I think Anhelder could pull it off. I, I don't think it's completely out of the realm of uh, possibility. Um, we'll see how, what happens after this. Like I'm a little surprised they booked it for this one and not the Toronto card in, in November in uh, January. But regardless, you know, if he gets a big win here, maybe they can turn him around on short notice too. So yeah, I'll take Johnson. Uh, I guess by decision, but yeah, and I don't have a lot of interest at minus two hundred five. What do you think? I feel the same way. By the way, Chad gave me a fun shout out on on Instagram. Like when I posted the matchup, he was like, "Yeah, hey, the big the big guy posted it." So oh, any uh, the big guy, yeah, yeah, on the story, so you can't see it anymore. But oh, the, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I feel the same like you. You know, I think Jose Johnson should be able to get the win here, and he got some good wins on his record, man. The, the Mo Miller win is a good win, but I think the Jack Cartwright win is an underrated win on his record, man. That was a really good win on Contender Series. You know, uh, Cartwright is a really, really decent guy, you know, and he was former Cage Warriors champion. I think, yeah, I, I think Jose Johnson gets the win. I don't know how. I would say decision probably, but uh, yeah, I'm picking Johnson here as well. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We have this is the last prelim, I believe. Yeah, yeah. This is the fight Marcel thinks should be in the main card, and I mean, I obviously agree. Jonathan Pierce taking on Joe Anderson Brito. These guys are both good prospects. I think very close odds here. Minus one thirty for uh, JSP, plus one ten on Joe Anderson Brito. So very close odds. Since you like the fight so much, I'll, I'll let you start that, man. Go ahead, and give you give you a pick. Yeah, man, I, I love this fight, man. I think it's a great matchup. It's like, uh, how do you guys say that? Uh, like, uh, almost uh, like against a top 15. Do you see that borderline top 15 sure. fight? Yeah, they're both yeah. just like in that 15 20 range, I would imagine. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I feel about this fight. I mean, Jonathan Pierce, besides his really bad UFC debut against Joe Lozon, remember? I was like, damn, but after that, he won five straight and he looked good in a lot of those fights, mm -hmm. you know? Um, Got the win over Christian Rodriguez, which is the only guy who beat Rodriguez, although that was at 155 for Rodriguez, or 145, I should say. Um, yeah, and now Joe Anderson Brito. Brito got this, also lost his debut in the UFC against Bill Aljo. He ran out of gas after the first round, yeah. uh, but then got the quick knockout over Feely, got the real, really quick rear naked choke over Lucas Alexander. And the Weston Wilson fight was a bad matchup, but it was not, not a good matchup, I think, for uh, Weston Wilson no. at all. Should have been made probably, but hey. And he got the Diego Lopez win, remember? 
on the contender series. And before uh -huh. that, he even beat Chapman Mariscal in LFA by knockout. So dude is super super legit, you know. Besides that Bill Aljo fight, he's really has done really well. Um I'm picking Joanna Sombrito. You know, I'm picking Joe Anderson Brito. Yeah, I think he can do it. I think he's really good. I think Pierce is good as well. Don't get me wrong. But I think he can get the finish, man, even. That's how I see it, see it going. I think he gets second round submission maybe over uh, over Jonathan Pierce. Uh, great great fight. I love this fight. This can be fight of the night, man. <clears throat> rough, 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 rough. Woof, woof, woof. I'm taking him too. A lot of people are on Pierce here. I see it, right, because the wrestling, the cardio. I mean, there's, you can't deny it. And the guy's good. Like he's proven that, right? Like all that's how he wins. He like he grinds you out, deep, drags you into deep waters. He's almost like a he beat Darren Elkins the last fight. I feel like he's a newer version of Darren Elkins. Yeah, he he Elkins Elkins. <laughs> but the problem is, like I I can't get that fight over Lozon out of my head ever. You know, like he got blitzed early and finished. And I feel like this guy could do the same thing. You're saying mm -hmm. Sakura. I think Brito can finish him in the first round. Um, all three of his wins, his last three fights have been first round stoppages. I think he could do it again. The one lost to Algio in decision, right? So that's the thing. If the fight goes three, he'll probably lose a decision. But I think he can finish him quick. I think it'll, like, it surprised me well because, again, one of those fights, it's like Grant Dawson, Bobby Green, where, you know, I still feel like Grant's the better fighter, right? Because I think he's, you know, better grappler, better cardio, everything. But he got caught early and finished. And I feel like the same thing can happen here because I think Pierce is good. I think he's very good, but he'll get caught and finished. So I said, I'm a little, I actually am a little surprised that he's a dog. I thought he would be favored, Brito. Too, but uh, I'm picking him either way. First round knockout. So you said submission or knockout? Uh, I said submission. Yeah, and, could, and that win over Diego Lopez isn't that aging really well now? It looks good. Of course, now, right? yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so he's good. I think he wins. Uh, Bluetooth inside distance. I think so. That's the thing. If, he, if his fight goes past one and a half, I think he's probably going to lose. Uh, true, personally. So that's my pick. All right, we'll go to the main card now, Marcel. We got. The slugger not Johnny Parsons taking on the Doctor Earl Fredericks. You gotta love that. And the Doctor versus the slugger not fucking awesome. Uh, odds for this one minus two thirty for Earl Fredericks plus one ninety for the slugger not Johnny Parsons. I want to hear your take on this one, man. Interesting fight here. Two uh, two strikers. It's a fun fight, but I'm definitely picking Earl Fredericks here. I'm pretty pretty confident in that pick actually i think uh, he looked really good besides the jalen turner fight which really put us off pretty much on him remember yeah. but uh he looked good since man and i think against matthew samuelsberger he had trouble in the first round but he overtook him and uh, he, he finished him he looked really good if it comes to johnny parsons a lot of trouble actually after his second tender series win over uh who's that who's that guy again uh from uh from tiger shulman's um solomon Red Red yeah um <laughs> And the fight, actually, I thought Solomon won that fight, to be really honest, you know. But uh, he got the contract, Johnny. Uh, great win over Danny Roberts in England earlier this year. Um, yeah, I, I think Uros finishes him, to be honest, man. I think Uros finishes him in the second round. He definitely could. I don't know. For some reason, I'm leaning towards Parsons here a little bit, Marcel. He's plus 200. I, I think he's got a, a, more than a puncher's chance. I think the guy's, you know, pretty solid. He looked... Great against nice Danny Roberts. Yeah, he saw it. He, he, you know, I wasn't sure about that because it was his first fight in uh, two over two, like about two years, and now you know he's he's got the momentum going after being away for so long. So I think he can carry it in here. Maddox is a good fighter, right? He's proven it, but I th I think he is pretty hittable. Um, most of his fights, he's getting hit a lot. And then his last fight in Semblance where he got dropped, he came back and won the fight. It was impressive, right? But I still think his I think his uh, uh, Durability to me is a little questionable. I know Parsons also got dropped in his fighting contender, so I get that, but I don't know, man. I like both guys a lot. I like this fight a lot. This is a great fight. I mean, this fight is awesome. This could be fight of the night. I think this could be fight of the night. I could. I think it's going to be a slugfest back and forth. 
Manage, I think, will probably start, start strong early. I think Parsons is tough enough to take it. Second round, I think Parsons drops him and, 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 and finishes it. So we got an opposite take here, Marcel. Uh, you don't think the fight goes a distance, right? No. Um, I, I think uh, Oris finishes him in the second round. Yeah, I think uh, the just the fight not going distance is is, is a really good bet here. Um, I, I don't think Gross has ever been the distance, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I, I don't think it goes three. I, I probably under uh, one and a half. Yeah, manager welterweight is definitely interesting. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Luana Pinheiro taking on Amanda Hibas, Mark, one of Marcel's favorites. Uh, Hibas minus two fifty plus two hundred five on Luana. Well, who wins this one? You go first in this one, then. I'm I'm gonna pick um, Hibas. She is favored here, but I don't have interest in betting her minus two fifty. Like I think Pinheiro is decent. Like. The problem is I don't really thought – I didn't think she won that fight against Modric and Gomez, right? I thought she should have lost the decision. So I'm kind of, like, not as high on her now. But she's pretty good, man. I mean, she's not bad at all. You know, 3-0 in the UFC. I think a lot of people just hate her because of that fight with Brandon Marcus where she, uh, you know, she got – was a legal kick or something and took the DQ. But since then, you know, she's won both her fights. Sam Hughes fight. She looked good in that fight. He lost, though. Like, again, the experience, um, the high-level experience against really good fighters. The problem for me is like he's coming off a brutal knockout loss to Macy Barber. She got like destroyed in that fight. And now she's coming back here. I know it's been five months, but still, like Pinero could be catching her at, at a good time, possibly. So I think Pinero's a live dog. I'm not gonna pick her, but I think she could win. I'll take Hebos to win a decision, but I'm not I'm not confident in it. What do you think, man? I'm also picking Hebos. I think um she has more experience. I think she has she has fought the better opponents, you know. And and also, I don't think she uh, Luana won against Michelle Waterson last time, you know. And Michelle Waterson is actually also on a huge decline, to be really honest. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much. And the the, the random Marcos fighter, remember that? I think she was winning the fight, then she got kicked. And uh, I don't want to say anything bad about Luana, but I, I didn't really buy it. To be really yeah, honest, you, you, you know? said some stuff that day. I remember now. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, and after that, she beat Sam Hughes, which is actually, in retrospect, is a, is a good win, you know, against Sam Hughes. You know, Sam Hughes is pretty tough. Um, I, I got to go with Rebus here. I think I'm uh, taking her by decision. And yeah. Rebus is back at 115 as well now. The, those, the, that fight against Barbara was at 125. For sure. And, and and that's a really good point to make. That, that's another, like, again, she'll, she's back at fighting people her own size, really, you know, because Macy's a big girl, right? So. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just I don't like the line though. Minus two fifty, I think it's heavy. She's a big, big girl in <laughs> a big, big world. It's not a big. Sorry, you're a big guy. All right, according <laughs> to Chad Ellinger. All right, we got Peyton Calvin against Nick Aguirre at uh, one thirty-five, and the odds for this one. Payton Talbot's the biggest favorite in the card. The lines actually moved even more in the series. Minus five seventy-five now, plus four twenty-five, and Aguirre. I think it's I think it's legit though. I mean, this guy looks legit to me, and I think he I think he dominates this fight. I think he destroys Nick Aguirre. I, I think he finishes him with TKO. Um, the guy Payne Talbot fought Reyes, Reyes Cortez Jr. Very tough dude, you know, good cardio. So like that's a fight that's hard to finish. Um, this guy though, um, he's fighting right now, Nick Aguirre. I know again he didn't get finished by Nick Dan Arguetta, but he lost clearly. And then all those other fights. Here's the thing. So when you guys you got guys on the regional scene, right? At the lowest level of MMA, like especially if you look at Nick Edwards, like level of competition is pretty bad. And at that level, lower level, like if you have any sort of ground game, you will win a lot of fights. So all of his wins are basically by taking guys down, getting on top of them, grinding them out. Even if you look at his topology picture, it's in, in like full mountains of dudes just raining up punches, right? So like that's what you can do at the lowest level of sports. So when I see a guy 
with all like submissions or like grounding pound in the first round against one and one guys or 0 and two guys, which is what his record is, it doesn't really impress me. Like it might get you a win on the contender series, but when you're actually in the UFC, it's not good. Whereas Talbot, he's beating these guys standing, and and I like the fact he's been increasing his level of competition. He he went from the 0 and 0, you know, one and 0 guys now four and two, five and three, eight and one, seven and two. So he's getting that like step up, and now he's fighting a seven and one guy. And I think this guy's legit, man. He landed 145 significant strikes in his debut on Contender Series, where you really put him on the map. And um, Aguar, I, I just think he's going to get lit up here. I think he gets finished. I really like Talbot in this fight. I think he destroys him with a uh, barrage of punches, strikes, knees, up against the fence. Eventually, the ref's going to come in and stop it. Standing TKO. That's my pick. First, Late first round, standing TKO. What do you think, man? Talbot, the corporate slave, right? After after his win, and oh. so said that. Um, you, by the way, can you look up how you say Nick? Uh, you say Agraya. I said Aguirre. I said it wrong, right? I, I I don't know. I I would say Aguirre, but I'm not sure. So if you can look it up, I, I will talk. Um, yeah, I'm also with uh, Peyton Talbot here. I really like Talbot. I think he's a good prospect. He's young. Looked good at the contender series against Reyes Cortez Jr., Tracy Cortez's brother. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 Aguirre is like, um, yeah, wasn't wasn't a great showing in his in his debut, right? He he got a short notice fight against uh, Dan Argada. Dan Argada is pretty solid, so not to take away from that, but uh, I feel also more comfortable pick, pick, picking Peyton Talbot. Yeah, you know, and that's something True mentioned too. Like a lot of his finishes are like you know coming after the first. So again, the longer the fight goes, I think it favors him. I just think it's uh, Nick Slick Nick Aguirre. So how, how do you pronounce it? Yeah, Aguirre. Aguirre, okay. Yeah, Aguirre. My my apologies, guys. I mean, honestly, like no problem. I didn't know. I I didn't want to get the names right. No, I want to get them right. So I'm glad you told me that because I just for some reason pronounced it. I butchered his name there. So Slick Nick Aguirre. I just listened to the pronunciation. So that's that's his name. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. I think they're easier to pronounce. Yeah, I better get everybody get these ones right. So we got Chase the Dream Hooper taking on Jordan the Monkey King Levitt. Fun fight. I think it's a fun fight, Marcel. Two personalities. Chase is minus 220. Jordan's plus 180. You know, I'll start on this one, too. I think it's a fun fight. I like the fight. I think they're both kind of in that same spot right now. Like, they're both, you know, um, personable guys. They're popular fighters. They're both coming off wins. Chase coming off a great win over Nick Fiore. Um, man, he looked amazing in that fight. His striking looked great, right? But, again, so inconsistent in his career. Like, the fight with Steve Garcia looked, didn't look UFC caliber. Then comes back and striking's improved. We know his ground game's good. Jordan Levitt. We know his ground game's good. You know, comes back after the loss to Patty and then fucks up Victor Martinez with knees in the in the clinch. It was beautiful to watch. I love like a guy getting the, the, the Muay Thai plum around the guy and just fucking crushing the knees. Marcel was beautiful. Yeah, man. I like this fight a lot. Both guys are good. I think I Jordan Levitt's a live dog. I I'm not betting on Chase Super. I'm gonna pick Chase to win a decision, right? But I think Jordan could pull him off too. I'm I'm not picking this fight. I think it's very close. Uh, I'll pick Chase by decision. What do you think? Yeah, um, <laughs> this fight either can be fun or can suck ass. You know, this like there's no in between. I think um, yeah. Chase Hooper, he looked he looked better with his hands. You know, his hands are getting better. Uh, Jordan Levitt, he's like such a weird fighter to watch. You know, in my opinion, he he's he's fun, but he, he's weird to watch. In my opinion, he got that uh, that finish over Victor Martinez last time. He was surprised. He got a knockout. He said he never got a knockout. He got that slam, but never with his uh, with his hands. I think. Um, I feel like Hooper wins the fight, man. I'm picking him by decision. 
I think he wins the fight. I think it will be a, a competitive one, but uh, I, I cannot pick Levitt here. I have to pick Hooker. Fair enough. Um, let's go to the next fight here. We got all right. Here's a good. This is uh, Kobe event. Wow, already got already there. Jake Matthews taking on Michael Morales. On to this one, Morales minus two seventy plus two twenty plus two twenty on Jake Matthews. I like Morales here. I think he wins. I, I think he's the real deal. The fight with uh, Mass Griffin, you know, was very impressive to me, man. Like he he looked good everywhere in that fight. Um, actually got a takedown against Max. Max is a tough veteran. The other fights with Fugate and, and, and Giles, you know, beats them. Uh, Fifteen and zero, most of the wins by stoppage. Jake Matthews, you know, a veteran. He's been around a long time. But if you look at if you really look at Jake Matthews' record, like it's not that great. Like it's kind of padded. His only good win ever is Li Jingliang, and that him and Darius Fires are the only guys in the UFC that he's beaten, right? Like currently on the roster. So that doesn't impress me. Um, Morales has three wins over guys on currently on the roster. Morales uh, is legit. He's good everywhere. He's got a big reach advantage, six inches. He's only 23 years old, 24 years old, excuse me. Question for me is, does he win the fight by decision or by uh, finish by TKO? I think he can go either way, but uh, he could he could, he could could finish Jake Matthews potentially too. It's either TKO or decision. I'm absolutely uh, confident this guy wins though. What do you think? Like I always say in Dutch, I'm going with the Ache here. Um, so Morales via Ache. Uh, I think he, that's a unanimous decision, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking Morales here. I feel like uh, Morales has lots of upside. He's, he's still very young. He looked good in his fights. I think the Griffin fight is really important in his career. You know, he's a veteran he fought and he got he got the win. He actually won the, uh, two, uh, two of the three rounds, in my opinion. Looked good in that fight. Uh, Jake Matthews is like hit or miss. You know, he looked really good against Andre Fialo. Then he looks uh, very bad against Matthew Samuelsberg, gets knocked down in every round. And then last time, short notice, he won against Flowers. Um, I'm thinking Morales here. I don't think Morales finishes him, but uh, it goes to a decision, but a clean decision for Morales. Fair enough. All right, let's go to the next fight, which is the main event of the evening. Brendan Allen, all in, taking on Paul Craig. Got it, Marcel, the, the Bear Jew. Paul Craig. Great fight. I love this matchup. Two grapplers. Odds, Brandon Allen's a huge favorite. Holy shit, minus 425, plus 330 on Craig. So the line's just going higher and higher on Brandon Allen. Wow, it's really getting up there. You know, there's part of me that thinks Paul Craig could pull this off because, I mean, the guy's pulled off a lot of upsets, right? Like he just beat Muniz as an upset. I did pick that one. Um, Hill was an upset. Uh, what's his name? Uh, and Goliath was an upset. The Chekawu. A lot of his wins are by upset. So this guy is the guy that can do it. But uh, at the same time, Brandon Allen, you know, five straight wins, finishing everyone basically, great ground game, good talk control, improving striking, knocking down Bruno Silva. Um, you look at the stats, you know, he's he's uh, eight years younger. He's, uh, he, he's the same size. They're basically the same size, but it's just Allen's a lot younger. Allen, I think, is kind of more in his, in his prime. But Craig is, is good too. The line's high, man, but – I think Allen probably ends up winning. I don't think this fight goes five rounds. I think Allen, my guess, if you look at Craig's record, he's been submitted once by Crute. By, uh, Most of his losses are by, uh, by Tico. In his last fight, he got on top of Andre Muniz and rained out punches and won by, by uh, stoppage with ground and pound. I think that this is what's going to happen to him in this fight. I think Brandon Allen will, will break him eventually in the third round. I think he'll get on top of him, pound him out with the back mount and win by TKO punches. So that's my pick, Brandon Allen, TKO. Uh, what do you think, Brandon? Yeah, man, Brandon Allen gets Paul Craig. Um, 
I don't see how Paul Craig wins this fight. That's that's pretty much how it is, you know. I think Paul Craig is is decent, you know, good ground game, <clears throat> stand up. Not really a fan of. Uh, and Brandon Allen has got her better in the stand up. <clears throat> Sorry, man. <clears throat> Uh, Brandon Allen is getting better in the stand-up, in my opinion, and he's a very solid ground game. Um, I have Brandon Allen by submission in the second round. I think he either rocks him or he gets him on the ground, and I think he's better on the ground than Paul Craig and wins. Yeah, that's that's my take, too. So there we go. Um, again, the, the, the odds are a little high, but I think he does win the fight. All right. Yeah, no, Alan was taking a lot of money at that line. All right, let's go to Bellator 300. Someone did ask in the chat, Marco. Let's, we're going to go over it right now. We're going to go through Bellator. But I will say we're not going to um, go over every single fight. Um, we'll go over, like, you know, in, in detail, I should say. Let's just pull up. Also, we should we also should talk briefly about the three announced title fights last week. I thought we did. No, we didn't. It, it got announced after the podcast. It did? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, one second. Uh, da, da, da. No, I thought we did, did we did we not. Oh, you know what? Because I talked about James Lynch on the on the uh, party shot. That's what happened. Bro, I'm not James Lynch. I'm much more handsome. Just kidding. <laughs> James looks yeah. much better than me. Oh yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh yeah. He says you don't have to agree, dude. <laughs> you just did a seventy-five and hard man. I told James you you, you got like the shrunken cheeks now, man. You could look like a fighter. Yeah. No, okay. I, I, James I, is my boy, I, dude. Same as Barry, man. I don't he, swing that he, way, anyways. <laughs> he does seventy-five and he, what? What's that? Seventy and hard or seventy-five and hard? Seventy, seventy-five and hard. That's that's what that's what you get after after. Uh, <laughs> no, well, how does it? What, what does it name? Seventy-five and hard. It's like it's, uh, yeah. dude. It was seventy-five days of like pain and struggle. Like, yeah. The thing I was asking about was like, how did you drink a gallon of water a day? Like, I don't. That's a lot yeah. of water. He just said he forced himself to do it. So. Like the other stuff, I think is like you know. I'm not saying it's, I can. I don't think I could do it. I, 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 like right now, I couldn't. But there was a time in my life where I could. But I mean, it takes a lot of discipline, right? Just the, we can the, do, like, drinking we can, that much water is hard. That's all I was gonna say. We, we can do 75 and hard if it's seconds, you know. <laughs> you better fucking stop. All right, let's go to the next. Let's go to Bellator. Actually, yeah. talk about it. all right, Bellator 301. I don't know. I said Bellator 300. This might be the best Bellator card. It's possible. A couple of fights. Yaroslav Amosov. He's He's the favorite here. He's minus four twenty-five. I think he beats Jason Jackson. You like Amosov. him there? Yeah, I like Patchy Mix to beat Sergio Pat. I think Patchy's oh, super legit. He's minus three hundred. You know, I think that uh, this is the guy that you should be should be trying to get, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this guy. This should have gotten years ago. I know. Should have gotten years ago. I, I never it, understand. He actually had a good record. Him. I think in King of the Cage, yeah. right? And they just passed yeah. on him. He's yeah. good. He's super legit. He's Tatiana Suarez's his uh, boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So Dana's probably met him at this point. I would imagine at one of these events, you'd imagine he's going to get signed when they fold. I would hope. It would suck to see this guy at PFL. Honestly, he should be in the fucking UFC. He's so good. And same with Amosov. Amosov's not like the most exciting guy, but he's definitely a good player. He's twenty-seven and zero. I, I, mean, I think he I think he destroys O'Malley, man. To be honest, I, I think I think Matt Mix is very good. I'll just say that. Pitbull Shabley, Shabley wins. Uh, Shabley, yeah, yeah. His odds. Pretty high, I think. Yeah, minus five hundred. He wins. Stockton Sabatello. That first fight was close. Um, you know, man. What's the odds? Dan Sabatello plus one hundred five. I think he could out wrestle him and win decision. What do you think? Grind out two of the three rounds. You think he could do well, it? Last last time was five rounds, right? Yeah, this exactly. Um, yeah, it's possible. I think it's uh, too 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 much of a guess to pick here. I think it's super close. Can go either way. I'll I'll lean towards Mister Shit Talker. Um, this fight got canceled. James and Sia <clears throat> got canceled today. I saw right. Um, yeah, but you 
passing over AJ McKee. Sydney oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, AJ McKee and Sydney Olaw. That's that's a great fight. I mean, AJ McKee's another guy the UFC needs to get. Yeah, I think AJ wins easily. He's actually he's got good odds. I think he easily wins this fight. <clears throat> McKee minus two six is a great bet. I think he wins for sure. You like mm-hmm. him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The James side fights off. Fortune Gome. You're gonna take your boy Marcelo Gome. I mean. I, I think I have to go with him. Yeah. Fortune's a minus 150 favorite. I kind of like Goldman's in this fight, though, a little bit. Here's where you have Gonzalez. Um, here's where he has minus 300. Team Eric Israel. Is he good? Is he that other guy, Israel's brother? Is he his brother? <clears throat> I don't know if he's a brother, but he's pretty good, you know. But Justin Gonzalez ain't bad either, you know. So yeah, yeah. That's I still the guy that beat uh, Pat Sabatini, right? With the arm thing? No, that, no that's uh, James Gonzalez, I think. James Gonzalez. Sorry. Yeah, they're two different guys. Yeah. This is uh, yeah, Chaitre. yeah. Mike Hamill against Tim Wild. Uh, odds for this one. Let's see here. Yeah, Mike Hamill's favorite. He should. Yeah. I think he probably wins. Your your girl Denise Kilholt against Sumika Sumiko Inaba. Odds for this one. Oh wow, Denise is the underdog here, plus a hundred. Uh, I think it's probably a close fight. The thing is, Inaba has only one good win on her record, and does it get Fita Ortega? Um, Kilholtz. Uh, you know. It's hit or miss sometimes by her, you know. I think she should be able to win this fight, but uh, we'll see. You know, I think it depends. I think, um, I think, I want to see if Inaba keeps the fight standing or she got to shoot for takedowns here in this one. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Next one we got is Islam Mamadev. Mamadev versus Killy's Moda. I've always liked Killy's Moda. He's an underdog here. Yeah, I, I might take a shot at Moda. I think he could win this fight. They might get taken down though. So, Archie Coglin against Peter Buse. He's uh, what country is he from again? He's also from my country, Peter. I, yeah, I talk to him sometimes. Hard. He's he's a very good guy. Well, Archie's uh, my nine hundred though. <laughs> yeah, Archie's obviously the favorite here. I th- I think I think Peter has a chance. Don't get me wrong, but the thing is, like Archie. Archie's really good, dude. So sure. and for P- Peter, it sucks, man. He also he got Islam Mamadov first, I think, and now he got Archie Colgan. It's like super tough fights in in his first two Bellator fights, but uh, yeah. We'll see. Juli- Juliana Velasquez, she is uh, minus 400. I got canceled. Oh, that's the other fight I got canceled. Yeah, and I don't understand this. Juliana is number one or number two contender in Bellator, you know. And Christina lost her last fight against Kilowatt, yeah. so debut. And she's fighting oh, her. Oh, she fought Dakota Dijabot, too. That's a, that girl's really good in uh, PFL. Carrie yeah. uh, Melendez versus Sabri Senbuel. Yeah, Carrie Winsett. Yeah, it's Gilbert's... Uh, Gilbert Melendez's wife, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mateos Matos against Richard Plentia. I think Plentia's is LFA guy, right? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Matos, man. Matos is a good fighter. Matos man. is think... my two twenty five. Yeah, you yeah, Mat- Ma- yeah. Matos. The first time I really uh, Matos came to to my to my view is when he fought Piotr Jan and ACB, and that was a really good fight. He lost the fight. But That's right. Oh, he was on Ultimate Fighter too. I kind of remember him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The name kind of rang a bell. Um, and then he obviously he's fought in Dulles for a few times, fighting, you know, Mega Man, Mega Man, Cody Law is a huge favorite again. Minus, oh, he's only minus 160 this time. You think they've given up on this dude? Yeah, Cody Law is like, if he gets a step up in competition, he fails. You know what I mean? So they're trying to build him up against, against a pretty much unknown Brazilian guy in Jefferson Pontes, who's undefeated. Um, we'll have to see, man. I'm probably picking Law because I don't know too much about Pontes, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Ramazan Kermagamedov against Randall Wallace. Odds for this one. Minus 650. Yeah. And then Yves Landu versus 
uh, Asal Kobayashi. Wow, he has a lot of fights this guy. Where's he? I'm picking Kobayashi. Yeah, is he I a pancreas fan? I think he's a pancreas guy. Yeah, yeah. pancreas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's champion, actually. I think. Yeah, so Was. he fought. He, oh, he fought Belter before. I didn't realize. Yeah. Oh, okay. He fought. Justin yeah, two before. losses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot of fights. Jesus. Um, what's his odds? Is he? Oh, he's the underdog. Okay, so that's a guy that to look at. He's got a lot of fights. Mm. Cool. All right, that's good for that. You. Last thing we'll talk about, guys, because uh, we're 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 at the uh, end of the show now. But let's go through the new fight now, just really quick. Um, we'll go through um, just just the big ones that were announced. There's a lot that were announced. Let's just go through the three big ones. So we got Strickland and, and Duplessis in Toronto. I love this fight, man. Love. It. I know you do. I'm, I, yeah, you're talking about 75 and hard. I mean, Jesus Christ, when I heard this fight announcement, dude, like I was like, holy shit, I can't wait for this. <laughs> this, um, was 20, this was 20 inch and hard for Jim. Yeah. For, uh, for <laughs> I'll be at uh, the press conference tomorrow in Toronto. So I'll be there. Um, I'll try to ask a question or, or two um, to like Jordan and like Barrio. It's the Canadian guys. Like Strickland's, I don't think Strickland and Duplessis will be here. It's going to be like the Canadian guys yeah. on the card. And then David Shaw, who's like, Canadian version of Dana White, I guess. Um, <laughs> like answering the questions, he but he's just gonna like I'll ask him about fights, but he'll probably be like I'm not a matchmaker, so I'm not sure. Or well, we'll see. I mean, you know what? He's actually decently open with his answers, so we'll see if we can get something out of him. I'll probably ask him. Like, <laughs> we're also gonna go to in Canada next year because you'd hope that they'll you know do another card in Canada. Like this is gonna be the pay per view, and then I'm hoping they do like one or maybe two fight nights. Probably one fight night, I would, I would imagine. This year they went to was it. They went to one place in Canada. Sure, I can't remember. Was it? Was there one place we went to? Vancouver, right? Yeah, it was Vancouver. That's sorry for the for the pay per view yeah. back in June. That was it. You know, last year I don't think you know because of COVID and stuff, right? But now it's it's back to uh, hopefully a big market. Umar, oh yeah, Usman. Usman. It's Usman, not Umar. Um, we can talk about that clearly. Yeah, I mean he's claiming it was like a prescription medicine now, so we'll see how he looks when he gets back from this. But you know, Brent Primus, you know, again gets kind of screwed. It's finding a guy that you know had a banned substance in the system, regardless of it. Like if it was a doctor prescribed, it was still a banned substance. So he tested positive. No con. I think it's no contest, right? He got fined. So yeah. the other fights were uh, Volkanovski Topuria and O'Malley Vera. I, I mean, I like the Topuria fight. I don't think Me Vera too. deserved a title shot, but it's clearly a big fight. So any quick thoughts on those? We'll get out of here. Last uh, couple. Of I like Strickland Duplessis. I think it's the right contender. We got the title fight. Um, Topuria Volkanovski is also the right contender. We got the title fight, and I like Chito Ferro a lot. Don't get me wrong, but this is the wrong fight, in my opinion. I think O'Malley should fight Valashvili, in my opinion. You know, I understand if it was if they made this fight in December and they had no contenders to fight him, you know, and you do Vera, but right now this fight is in fucking March, you know, so uh, that's pretty weird to me. You know, it's pretty, it's feel like the UFC wants O'Malley to get a win here to make that one wrong that he has on his record, right? You know, and uh. It's possible he wins against Cheeto, but it's also possible Cheeto wins, you know. So it's a, it's an interesting fight, but it's not the fight that should should be happening, in my opinion. But I'm happy for Cheeto, don't get me wrong, but I, I think somebody else deserves to fight. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, okay, cool. Uh, all right, is that it? For me, it is. I don't know yeah. if you have anything else to, uh, to say or whatever. Um... No, pretty much it. Let's get to the last question. Any ideas next for Tatiana? I mean, hopefully a title shot, but I don't know. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Appreciate everyone joining us. We had a lot of fun, obviously, breaking down this card, UFC Vegas 82, and then UFC 285 recap. You missed that while you guys were in that. Just recapping the card, we both we had two consensus dogs in this card. Um, we had both had uh, Trey Ogden winning, and the other guy was uh, Joe Anderson Britu. 
I also took uh, who's the other dog I took? Oh, uh, Johnny Parsons and Marcel took another dog. It was uh, was it was it Johnson you took or I uh, took Johnson. You took Johnson. Yeah, that was that was your no, dog. No, Joe, oh. you took Johnson. Who was your dog? Oh, yeah, Pujaloba. Sorry, that was your other Pujaloba. dog. Yeah. yeah, that was the one. So we each had three dogs, two consensus, and uh, we've been pretty good with the consensus dogs, I think, this year. But anyways, yeah. I hope you guys have a great, good, uh, good week. We'll be back next Monday. Recap the card, preview the next one. Take care, everyone. No, we don't have a preview. Oh, no, no, no. We're previewing PFL World Championship. All right. Have a good one, guys. Peace.